0: You are listening to the sermon podcast from St. Michael and All Angels Church in Savannah. We are an Episcopal congregation in the Diocese of Georgia, and you can find out more about us by visiting www.stmichaelsavannah.com. Have you ever said the word perseverance? Perseverance. Said it today. Good job. So, you may have said it to yourself, or you may have said it to your children. I know when I was, uh, when my girls were young, I used to say it to them all the time, perseverance. I even texted my girls this past week and said, guess what I'm preaching about this Sunday? Perseverance, perseverance. And one of my kids texted me back and said, mom, that's one of my favorite words. And my other kids said, you mean perseverance? And I'm like, absolutely, that's how I'm gonna say it today. So Merriam-Webster says that perseverance is a quality that allows someone to continue trying to do something, even when it's hard or difficult. Something like steadfastness. So when my children used to be doing something that was hard or difficult, or they were thinking about giving up, I would say to them, perseverance, perseverance. It almost sounds like, the word almost sounds like What we're trying to get accomplished, trying to do something, taking a steadfast course and working to the end, no matter what it takes. In our scripture reading today from Hebrews, we hear since we are surrounded by a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and sin that clings so closely and run with perseverance the race. That is set before us. Now, if we think for a minute about running with perseverance the race that is set before us, what do you think we might think about? We could think about our life and the race that we are running. We could think about our lifestyle and the way we live our life. We could even dig a little bit deeper and think about the decisions that we make that have brought us to where we are today. There are many rich images that can help us think about our lives and our journeys and the race that we are running. In our Old Testament reading, Isaiah uses a vineyard as a metaphor for the house of Israel. The language of agriculture was an easy way to explain things to people because it's what they understand. It was their understood. It was their daily life. And you know, even though we live in a world that is very different from the ancient Hebrew people, I believe that we can still be, that we are still connected to the earth. And that even though we are not a vine dresser or a wine merchant, we can still understand that it's the soil that produces the food that nourishes us and keeps us healthy and sustains our lives. So here we have, this morning we have a vineyard on a very fertile hill. And the owner has dug it and removed all of the stones. He has planted the choicest vines. The owner has built a watchtower so that he could keep his eye on his crops. And he has hewn out a vat so that he could preserve the luscious juice that the grapes produce. Now after all that hard work, After all of those good decisions and all that perseverance, he expected the vineyard to produce luscious sweet fruit, fruit that could be savored and enjoyed, maybe even fruit that could be sold for a living. But for some reason, the grapes were wild, and they produced sour fruit. Some even said maybe that it smelled bad. Now if we use the wild grapes as a metaphor for the plight of the Israelites, we can think about it like this. God chose them as his people, as his special people. He freed them from slavery from the Egyptians and he gave them a wise leader. He gave them a pillar of fire and a cloud of smoke to lead them on their way as they persevered on their journey. God fed them Given these special people a race to run. But it seems like with every fork in the road, with every decision that they had to make, they took a wrong turn or made a wrong decision. God was hoeing them, tilling them, cultivating them, teaching them how to live a godly life. But because they could not learn from their mistakes and learn how to make better decisions, They continue to live their lives. Their lives continue to be hard and difficult. And they continue to be wild and sour grapes. Now, I often wonder, why was it so difficult for the Israelites to make better decisions? I mean, all they had to do was to turn away from idols and to worship God. Now, how difficult would that be? Thinking about the Israelites, do you remember while Moses was up on the mountain giving the Ten Commandments, you know what the people down below were doing? They got bored. They got real bored, and they made bad decisions. So while they were waiting for Moses to come back down, they took all of their gold and jewelry and turned it in to a golden calf. Boredom had set in, and because of their decisions they turn from a rich, cultivated group of people following God to wild and sour grapes. Now let's think about it in a different way for a minute. Have any of you been watching the Olympics? Anybody? Yeah, I see some people out. Good, yes, me too, I've been watching the Olympics. The Olympics are filled with story after story after story of people who are running the race with perseverance. Cody Miller was born with a congenital birth defect that causes him great health trouble, and he started to swim to try to overcome that. Last week, he won a bronze medal for his swimming. Charlotte Baker, who won a silver medal, suffers from Crohn's disease. And Allison Smith, a gold medal winner, suffers from severe depression, and she's having to learn to cope with the suicide of her cousin. What about the refugee delegation? This is the first time there has ever been a refugee delegation in the Olympics. These people have gifts and talents, but no country. Several of these people have trained for years without having any shoes. It's not easy training to be an athlete. They have to give up things like parties and proms. They have to give up food like pizza. They have to cultivate the soil. They have to remove the stones that cause them to stumble from the stumble. And they have to learn to make good decisions and to learn from their mistakes. The goal of their hard work, the goal of their perseverance is the sweet fruit of a bronze or silver or gold medal and to represent their country. So where does this leave us? Some of us have already spent many years working at our careers, running the race. We have tilled the soil of our lives, removed the stones, and applied fertilizer. Now, I'm not calling out any names, but some have had more manure, way more manure than others. <laughs> others of us are still working things out and are still on our journey. And some are just now starting their journey. As I've been watching the Olympics, there's a commercial that has been coming on And normally I don't really care about commercials, but this is a pretty good one. It talks about how each one of us has a trace of gold in our bodies. 0.2 milligrams to be exact, the commercial says. The commercial goes on to say that there are only a few people who can dig deep enough to find that gold. And that reminds me, I love it when you guys tell me about you going to the gym or how much you walk or you're swimming. I think it would be fabulous we could become a community of Christian athletes. (laughs) As the commercial says, each one of us has gold. And we also know that we have been formed in God's image and that we are filled with God's holy breath and that God continues to speak to us and teach us. But what we have to learn is how to tap into what God is saying, to remove the stones, the idols that trip us up and cause us to stumble, and even from time to time, fall. But I think the most important thing is to continue to persevere. We know that things are often difficult, We have to deal with our bosses or traffic or health or our family or our friends or whatever it is that aggravates us. But we have an edge. As part of my work, I often see people who are dealing with trouble of all kinds. But over time, it has become clear to me that the ones who can turn to God and walk in faith even though they are struggling, or they are in pain, or they are in some sort of crisis, because of their faith, they have an edge. They are able to persevere in God. Now we live in a generation where people say, I'm spiritual, but not religious. I believe it's not our job to draw lines in the sand and say, I'm right and you're wrong, or I'm in and you're out. But I believe that it is our job to keep our hearts healthy, not only by going to the gym or walking or swimming, but also by cultivating our soul, hewing out a vat, and building a watchtower to deepen our relationship with God so that we can hear God's voice and make good decisions that will keep us on the right path. This past week, um, I went to Second Harvest to pick up some food for the food pantry, and while I was there, I bumped into my friend Jacob. Jacob was the guy at the checkout who helped us after we picked up our food Well, a couple of months ago, Jacob told me that he was not going to be working at Second Harvest anymore, that he'd got a job selling fences. Now, in my mind, I was thinking, Jacob, I'm not sure how that's going to work out for you. Well, sure enough, last week, Jacob was back at Second Harvest. And he told me, he said, Susan, I made a bad decision. I was on the wrong path. I, th- I said, Jacob, how fabulous. I'm so glad you're back at Second Harvest, And guess what? That's what I'm preaching about this Sunday. Now, Cheryl Crow tells us that every day is a winding road. Roger Miller tells us that we are king of the road. Ray Charles tells us to hit the road, Jack. And Led Zeppelin, in their song, Stairway to Heaven, tells us that there's still time to change the road that we're on. Now, God loved us so much that he sent Jesus to teach us about perseverance. Because of Jesus, God knows how we feel. So no matter where you are on your journey, no matter where you are on the road, Continue to cultivate your soul. Hew out the back and build the watchtower. Take time to remove the stones that keep us from deepening our life with God. Nurture where God resides in you. Cultivate it so that you can find the gold within. Amen. Amen.